Hello, and welcome to In the Gap. We are so excited that you're joining us here tonight. Um, we want to first make mention that we are more than the regulated six feet apart. So it is killing us to not be sitting close together and <laughs> hugging and doing all those things. But um, we really wanted to come tonight and welcome you all. This is a um, in addition, those of you that have been joining us from Psalms, um, we wanted, to, we just felt that there was momentum, and obviously with everybody um, at home and looking for um, encouragement and some truth, uh, we wanted to extend. And so, for the next three weeks, we will be here together. We're not, oh, um, we keep saying it's going to be a surprise, um, but that's because it's going to be a surprise to us too. <laughs> um, so we are just <laughs> trusting and, and praying as, as God leads and directs that each week it will be something of value and something that, that you can take away, um, hopefully equipping you in a better way and hopefully that you leave encouraged. So tonight we are going to talk about the SOAP method of Bible study. If you have done Bible studies with us in the past, this will not be new to you. But what is really cool about this method is that every time you look at Scripture, just the, the way that God has written his word um, is that it is alive every time. And so even if you're studying the same passage over and over again, um, the power of the Holy Spirit is such that it can teach you something new each time. So we have chosen a passage. Actually, Lauren chose a passage for us. We have not looked at each other's notes. We don't know what the other one has learned. Okay, wait. Lauren didn't choose it. You chose it. We asked some of the Psalms people. Do you remember oh, that's that? Right. Yeah. That's right. We asked our Psalms class to give us some suggestions. And so you guys chose this. So it's your fault. That's all I have to say. <laughs> oh, well, now I was mad at her. So now <laughs> did, did we do names on the survey or was it anonymous? Oh, no, this was actually, you're right. This was one of the ones that, um, that was most suggested. So um, we'll get to that part in a minute. But before we do get started, um, if you are new, we want to welcome you and we want to introduce ourselves. Um, and in light of kind of what we're all experiencing right now, we obviously, I was talking to my daughter last night and saying, there's no rule book for this. Like there's no rule book for parenting period, but there's definitely not a rule book for parenting during coronavirus. <laughs> so I'm sure we've done all the wrong things, but um, we're, we're learning and, and trying to adapt just as much as you all are. So um, I've asked our team if they would uh, share their name and then if they could share a challenge that is occurring in their house right now and also a blessing um, that they have experienced or that they're witnessing or maybe even watching unfold. So we will start with whoever wants to go first. Well, everybody looked at me like I'm supposed to start. Okay, I'll start then. Um, I'm Chris Murphy, and um, I'm on staff, but I teach the women's midweek Bible study that just wrapped up. So I'm familiar with a lot of you guys, and I've also been staring into an empty room for a couple of weeks. Um, I also do the messaging and social media and stuff for women's ministry, but um, what was the question again? I already lost a it. A challenge and a blessing. A challenge and a blessing during this time. Um, challenge? No, I'll start with the blessing. The blessing is there's a lot of people in my house right now. That's, that's cool. I got my kids home and that's really cool. Also the challenge, there's a lot of people in my home right now. <laughs> I mean, it's cool, but like we all, I think the first week or so we were all best friends and now we're kind of like spacing out a little bit. Like I need this corner, you take this corner. We all need just a minute. So that's, that's, that's mine, I think. I'm Randy Frucci. Uh, I am the women's ministry assistant. 
um, or the assistant to the women's minister, the Dwight of the, the group. The queen of all the things. <laughs> queen the of all the things. <laughs> um, so I guess um, my husband's still considered an essential worker. So our life hasn't really uh, changed too much. We still kind of have our same schedule and we already were homeschooling before this all started. So I guess, um, you know, that is a blessing that we are kind of still moving along. But at the same time, I'm tired. April comes along when you're homeschooling and you're tired. And all of my friends are like killing it and have all these schedules and they're posting pictures on Facebook. And I'm like, guys, I've been doing this all along. <laughs> so tired. <laughs> I'm ready to be done. Um, but yeah, it's it's been a blessing. We've been able to be home when my husband leaves for work and he probably really likes that because we pack his lunch and we see him out and he's probably going to not like it when we can't do that anymore. But um, yeah. I don't know. Like it's just been it's just been really weird. I guess that's the that's the challenge. It's just how do we function here? And I think we have multiple breakdowns. I mean, having there's three of us girls and poor Tony, he's <laughs> got to put up with our multiple breakdowns. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you want to go next? No. Well, I'm Lauren Etter and I am the Director of Women's Studies here at Rock Point. And I would say that um Probably our biggest challenge, we have several challenges. Because <laughs> I am not, we are not used to homeschooling. So I do, I'm not one of her friends that has a fancy calendar and has this all down. Uh, we are probably the poster children for um, homeschool failing right now. Um, I think our biggest challenge are probably two. The first one is schedule because my kids have entered into what they think is summertime. So like we have no timetable or everyone's staying up way later and sleeping in too much. And it's kind of thrown off. Our schedule. So we went from the change, the time change to the coronavirus stay at home. And I feel like all of our hours are crazy. Um, the other one is that my family lives nearby. I'm blessed to have family that lives near our home and I can't see them, my extended family. So I can't see my parents. I can't see my siblings or my, um, my nieces and nephews. And that is really hard. That has, that, that is hard. I'm, I'm ready to be able to see all of them. So, um, the blessing has been that life has slowed down. Um, not in maybe in the way I would have asked, but that is a blessing and we are, we have slowed down and, um, that has brought about many, many blessings in our home. So we are grateful for that. Great. Thanks girls. Um, well, my name is Dawn Leith and I am the women's minister here at Rock Point. Um, and probably a lot of similarity. We are a part-time homeschool, part-time school, um, household and we have one daughter. And so, I would say for us, the, the blessing has been, um, my husband travels a lot, and so that has been curtailed, and so it, it has been nice to have him home and more regular, um, you know, and just our schedules are obviously, we're, we, are, we are experiencing a lot of togetherness. Um, I would say the challenge is that um, my daughter is a senior, along with Chris's daughter, and so that has been hard just with disappointments and you know, all the things that you look forward to my whole life is, you know, I've heard um, that since I was born, (laughs) which is legitimate and true. And it's hard to, um, it's hard to really get your mind around all the things that they're missing out on. So we have, you know, the, the day to day watching the the calendar and the clock and wondering, you know, as we get closer to the next milestone, if it's going to happen or not. So those have been a lot of the conversations we've been having in our house. So, um, lots of opportunity for prayer. (laughs) <laughs> we all need knee pads during this time of coronavirus for sure. So, 
All right. Well, we are going to um, go ahead and jump right in because we do want to honor your time. We appreciate and love that you all are choosing to spend your time with us. Um, and so we have committed to, we are going to spend um, the first part of our time together discussing the SOAP method. And we have all soaped um, a specific passage. And then we're going to try to save the last little bit of our time together for questions. So as we do go through, if something pops up and you're thinking, oh, I don't really understand that, or, you know, could you do it this way, or any questions that you may have, um, we have Jessica Bradley, who is very socially distant. She is at home. Um, manning our Facebook and YouTube pages so Jessica can give herself a little shout out but she is fielding questions shout out give yourself a shout out hey Jessica, Jessica wave in the wave comments in shout there. out so if you do have questions there is a live person that is taking those and when we wrap up this portion of it she is going to text questions to us we won't be able to get to every single question um, that you you put on there we're assuming like anyone's watching right now though so. <laughs> wouldn't that be like depressing if <laughs> If we get done, it was just Jessica. She's like making up people. It might get people. weird in a minute if we all look down at our laps and we're like texting in the questions. Y'all just go with it. Those five or six of you. Where'd you get you. your shoes? Yeah. Those three or four of you who are watching, just keep watching. We're going to pretend like there's a bunch of you watching. You're going to have a lot of questions. So anyway, that being said. We definitely want to get to your questions, so if it's not one that we're able to answer in our time together tonight, then we will definitely follow up with you after tonight. So, um, Okay, so let me just jump in, and I'm going to give a brief description of SOAP, and then one of the really cool things that's going to happen after tonight, we are going to send out an email with a link. Chris has put together a video describing the SOAP method, and so that will be coming within the next couple-ish days. We're ish around here right now. Um, couple-ish days. Look for an email. It'll be so exciting to see when it comes. <laughs> it's like Amazon. You're Just not keep exactly watching. sure. <laughs> Maybe. Is you it know today? it's coming, but you're not exactly it sure. It might be today. But like Amazon, when you get the email, you know there's a gift inside. <laughs> So just be looking for that. And if you are not currently receiving our emails, um, if you can just send an email to us at women at rpcstaff.org, um, then we will get you signed up for our newsletter. And then you won't miss out on any of the exciting things that we have coming. Okay, so I'm not going to go into a lot of detail on the actual method itself and how it works because Chris will do that. You can watch that video later. We're going to model it for you, though, because we believe that modeling is the best way to teach. So we are going to, we have um, Cam, our, our faithful and trustworthy AV friend here, um, is going to be putting the words on the screen so you'll know which section we're doing at a time. And then that will hopefully kind of help you as we go through know which section that we're in just kind of re-emphasizing and reiterating um, the, the actual order that we go through. So to get started, what is SOAP? So SOAP is a, a Bible study method that, um, that I was exposed to several years ago, and we started asking our girls the question of, if you were on a desert island with nothing but a Bible, a piece of paper, and a pen, could you study your Bible? Would you know what to do? Would you have any idea of how to look things up? Would you know how to discern truth? Would you know how to reference things? You know, all those questions. So our joke this last week has been, if you were on house arrest <laughs> with tons of YouTube channels and endless resources at your fingertips, and to me it's kind of overwhelming all the things that are out there and available, 
could you, in the stillness and what I feel like God is trying to slow us down and maybe speak directly to us just through his word with a pen and a piece of paper, could you do that and maybe put the study book on the shelf or postpone watching the the Devo or maybe not read the email that you get every every email with the scripture, um, but really lean into what is God trying to teach you through just scripture alone. So that's really the beauty of the SOAP method and one of the reasons we love it so much because it, it's uninterrupted. It's really just you and the Lord and what it is that he has to share with you. So um, it is SOAP, S-O-A-P, and each one of those letters stands for something different. And so the first one is scripture. And so you start with a passage, or it could even just be one Bible verse. And we're going to give you a lot of resources later um, that you can go to if you, like, well, I don't even know what scriptures to start with. Um, We'll give you some resources um, for that that will give you a good reading plan um, so you'll have some things to choose from so it doesn't feel random. Um, But that is scripture. So the first thing you do is you start with your scripture. Again, it can be a passage, which is more than one verse, or it could be just one Bible verse on its own, which sometimes is enough if there's a lot in there. Um, The next is O, and O stands for observation. And so an observation, this is really maybe the facts. Maybe there's a historical context that you want to make note of, or um, maybe there's, you know, a specific um, time frame in, in history that's taking place, or just something that stands out to you, something that you're observing, then you would write that down. The next one is A for application, and this is really where it starts to hit home. It's, you know, you're praying, and, and again, when you, at the very beginning, we, we always suggest and recommend that you pray. You know, ask God to reveal to you through the Holy Spirit what it is that he's trying to teach you about himself, um, you know, through your time in the Word. Um, and so the application portion is really... Okay, Lord, what is it that you want me to take away from here today? And, you know, how is it that you want this truth that's in black and white to leap off the page that I can live it out in my life? And that's what the application portion is. And then the P, we wrap up with prayer. And so that can look a lot of different ways. You can actually write out your prayer, which is what I like to do. Um, it's I like to ask myself questions in the application part. And so the prayer a lot of times is me praying that I can answer the question in a way that would honor God. And so there's a lot of different ways you can do it, but it's super simple. And so one of the things that was really exciting when we got the survey results, and um, we've done a lot of Zoom calls over the last few weeks, and so Chris was sharing her screen with us and showing us these results, and, and when we, we landed on the, the Matthew passage, we decided that we weren't going to look at each other's, and so we've all obviously worked independently and, and gone through the SOAP process um, independently of each other. Um, and so they are as different as you can imagine for women being different. Um, I mean, as different as our shoes are right now, <laughs> our, our SOAP method is different. <laughs> Which I was looking at that earlier. I think that's a funny representation. We should, yeah. Next time we'll tell Cam to zoom in on the shoes. That seems like important information. No worries right now. It's fine. He's a one-man show. Yes. So. Shoes. um, but I, I, we, we're going to take pictures of them and we'll, we'll um, include those later so you all can see. Our soap pages, not our shoes. Our soap page. Well, if they want to see our shoes, I mean, we could do that too. My dog chewed the back of my shoes, so that's a great representation. There you go. That is like a real life thing. That's why you put I your put foot like I was this. Like, oh well. She's gonna probably going to work that in. You going to work that in to your soap? Probably, okay, yeah. awesome. There's a life lesson there. Um, so now you made me forget what I was saying. Oh, Missouri. This is probably going to happen a lot. <laughs> You're going to little gl- get a glimpse of what our staff meeting. Squirrel. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, no, I really did forget what I was saying. You were saying oh, S. You were saying scripture. Oh, we're different. See, this is why we need each other. So Randy's is colorful. Randy likes lots of colors and markers and all that. I literally, like, my happy is if I can get my whole thing on one page, like one journal page. Chris, not so much. Hers will be longer because we know Chris likes words. And a little a little wordy, but also a little messy. Yeah. Sean, if Shauna Callahan is watching right now, she is like, dying because every time I show her my notes page she's like come on how do you make sense of it but hey it's for me okay that's right in Jesus it's all about you and I didn't even see Lauren so I don't even know what yours looks like so it'll be a surprise for all of us so the point is we do not know what each other what stuck out stuck out what stuck out to each one of us what stood out Um, and so as we go through kind of what we're going to do is we're going to start with scripture Um, Chris is going to read the passage that we have and then, I mean, just starting even from that point, we all have different translations. So as you're reading it, you read the scripture, there may be a word that stands out to you. There may be a specific phrase or um, maybe even some punctuation. I mean, it could be anything. You're just praying, God, you know, bring to my mind what it is you want me to know, what do you want me to learn, um, which opens the door later. Maybe you say, well, I'm going to go back and look this up in a, in a different translation to see if there's something different. And so... It's going to be a little bit, we definitely want this to feel like a discussion, but there may be times when I just kind of hit the pause and and give you a little more direction on some options or maybe something you could do a little different than what we're doing. So it'll, we're, this, this is live after all. So you just have, you just going to have to watch. (laughs) You just have to cringe as we we work our way through it. Also quality. Very high quality. So our passage is Matthew Chapter 13, verses 1 through 9. And my translation actually has a title of it, and it's the parable of the sower. So um, Chris is going to read that for us, and then we'll get started. Okay. And then one thing I wanted to add on that, you know, this is a this is a pretty hefty little passage. It's nine verses. And so, like, like Don mentioned, sometimes you may just do one or two verses, and you may want to write the whole thing out. Sometimes when it's bigger like this, I don't write the whole thing out. I just write part of it. But just remember, there is no right or wrong way to do this. Um, so that's the beauty of all of us doing it differently. So I wanted to share that. Um, I did write it all out, and I am reading from the ESV. So if you have your Bible open, you can follow along. If not, just listen. Um, Matthew 13, verse 1 starts this way. That same day, Jesus went out of the house and sat beside the sea. And great, great crowds gathered about him so that he got into a boat and he sat down. And the whole crowd stood on the beach and he told them many things in parables saying, a sower went out to sow, verse four. And he sowed, some seeds fell along the path and the birds came and devoured them. Verse five, other seeds fell on the rocky ground where they did not have much soil and immediately they sprang up since they had no depth of soil. But when the sun rose and they were scorched and since they had no root, they withered away. Verse seven, other seeds fell among the thorns and the thorns grew up and choked them. Other seeds fell on good soil and produced grain, some a hundredfold, some 60, some 30. Verse nine, he who has ears, let him hear. Boom. Thank you. Which translation did you use? I used ESV. ESV? Mm-hmm. Same. ESV. Okay, I have NIV. So mine is mostly the same. I was I'm just going to But I also out. have I also have the study a study Bible that's opposite of that too. I used two Bible. I used two this time. Oh, 
back and forth. She's special. She's very special. Is there a star for that? You get a gold star. Are you keeping track? We have a, are we going to do a point system? Are we ever doing an off the record point system? We are really competitive. (laughs) (laughs) Who's keeping track, Randy? (laughs) I forgot a pen. Okay, I have a look, I have a pen right here. Okay. One, just one little thing different, my NIV, um, mine says farmer instead of sower. So again, you know, if, if you're reading this and, you know, if you're new to scripture and you're reading something and you're thinking, you know, there's a, a word maybe that comes up and you're like, what is that? Just, we're going to give you resources. One is Bible Gateway, um, but you can go in and literally every translation of the Bible is there. And so you can just find the one maybe that, that helps you and, and maybe it puts things in a different way that um, a word may be illuminated that makes a little bit more sense to you. So just an example there. Okay, so the first thing that you'll do, and like Chris said, this is a little bit of a longer passage, and so when it's, when it is that way, so this one has nine verses. Um, I don't write the whole thing out either unless it is just one verse, so I usually go back and look at it, and I pick a verse or a couple of verses, or I just try to condense it of what, what is it that jumped out at me, and where do I really want to focus and study in? So, of the three of you, did you guys pick something specific? It can be a word, a phrase, a verse. I did. I have, I got real specific. I wrote the whole thing out. Of course you did. But no, <laughs> sorry. But I focused more I in too. on. I focused very quickly in on um, just a couple of verses. Okay. You want to tell us? I, I, I will. I'll be happy to tell you. She's gonna be very mysterious. <laughs> um, I typically, when I soap, I will read the, whatever I'm studying, I'll read three times. I don't know why I just developed that habit years ago. Um, and I found that usually if I read it that many times, I will start seeing a pattern of where the Lord's taking me to study by the third time I've read it through. So um, this time I definitely saw that and it was not at all what I was expecting. I really went into this expecting the Lord to pour into me about the seeds and the planting and the harvest, um, lack of water all those types of things, and that's not all where he took me. Um, He took me right into the very beginning. So I definitely zoned in on posture. Um, I am fascinated by posture and the posture of Christ often in in literature, whether he's seated, standing. I I really feel like that resonates with me when I'm studying, and it resonates with me socially, too, that I pay a lot of attention to how people are looking at me, not make, like but if I'm in a conversation where they're zoned in they're, I, I, and how someone else is looking. I, I like to really read how people are feeling uh, based on our conversation, which is why texting for me is hard. I like to call. I'm old school. I like to call people because um, I feel like if I can't see them face to face, which makes it hard right now, at least I can hear it in their voice. So where he took me here is I definitely paid attention to, I saw that Jesus sat several times very early on um, and he sat by the sea. Um, where he had the people stand by the sea. Um, and I also paid attention that then he sat in the boat. Um, so those were two, those were some areas I stood at that definitely stood out. The, the other area he took me was that I noticed that um, he decided to teach from what we would maybe consider a pulpit. He went out into a boat and went into the sea away from all the people. They stood at attention um, listening to him, but he took himself out into what we would consider unsolid ground, movement of water. Um, whereas the people were standing on solid ground while he taught them. And to me, that was a love offering because they were standing on solid ground while he poured into them. Um, He knows that he is a solid foundation. He knows that of himself, that there's no reason for him to worry about being on moving water because ultimately he knows he's in control of the foundation of wherever he is because he built it. Mm -hmm. So there was no worry about being on 
I, I imagine like an old school waterbed where you're like getting seasick <laughs> as you're trying to teach. Like I, I would not be able to pay attention. I'm not old enough to understand <laughs> what you're talking about, Don. We're not old enough. Like it made me a little, and, but I imagine that being on a boat and like the waves crashing and like that would be so distracting to me. But of course it's not to Christ. Um, I, I love that, that visual that he took the boat out into unsteady, unsteady, you know, waters, unsteady foundation and allowed his sheep to be on solid ground watching him, but they are standing at attention while he's at a relaxed position because he is relaxed because he's in control of all things and he knew he was pouring into them truth. So he's in a relaxed posture and that that's where I was taken in my soap. I love that. that. Yeah. That is, did either one of you have that? You know, it's funny that you said that because I know it's like our besties. Um, <laughs> it is weird because I thought the same thing. Like all this, that was the first three verses were the main thing that stood out to me. And so what I did, and I talk about it more in the application and observation part, but what I did then, and you probably did it as well. I went to, <laughs> I went to Bible gateway and I pulled up all these different versions of those first three verses. Look at it. We're getting so excited. Hi, air five. Yay. Um, I did the same thing. Like I was so interested in the message version. I, I just kind of would jot down if there was a verse that like I particularly, <laughs> y'all talk, you better hold that mic up. I want to hear every word of this. But if I saw a certain verse that was intriguing to me, I would go look it up in a bunch of different places. So like verse three, I, um, in the message, he said, um, Peterson says it this way. That's the translator. He said, using the boat as a pulpit, he addressed the congregation telling stories. So like you said, and then in the NIRV, that same verse said, he said, said he told them many things using stories. And then HCSB, that's Holman Christian, I think it says. Um, then he told them many things in parables. And so I found that so interesting how he over and over it was referencing um, how he was choosing to teach them and using the, the point that parables are just stories. And that he was, like you said, he had chosen this pulpit, if you will, and was going to take this opportunity to teach them. I just thought it was so cool how it is just over and over. Well, that. And I love that, you put, that they we, we read that everyone was paying attention. It wasn't some of the people paid attention. It was everyone paid attention. Um, and that's important. I feel like those words encapsulate the attention. Like they were, they ha he had them captivated. Yeah, he's standing in a right. boat. I mean, that's interesting. Right. And <laughs> I think the other part is I, I, I was very curious about the word sat. Um, I use something called Blue Letter Bible. It's an app or that you can use on your computer or your phone. And so um, I was researching some of this these areas. And you can click on a word and see how many times that's used throughout Scripture. And I was really curious about sat and where sat came up. And so I found all these different areas of Scripture where sat was used. But sat, the word sat occurs 44 times in the New Testament version of the ESV. And sat occurs 67 times in the Old Testament version of ESV. So I thought that interesting. We've never thought that word was in there that much, but yeah. What'd you have, Randy? Well, I go back to a parable being a story and kind of everything represents something else. And so um, I took, I pulled the words out that I thought were significant and I said, okay, sower, who is that representing? Seeds, what is that representing? So I, I kind of pulled that out. Um, but instead of looking at it, maybe like I'm the sower, I looked at it like Christ was the sower. And, um, you know, the path, the rocky ground, the thorns, the good soil, I was looking at it as myself, like my heart. What is my heart? Is my heart, you know, all of these different things. It usually is one of those things, you know, but in all these different situations, what am I, what am I striving for? Am I, how am I receiving Christ's words? Awesome. I love that. Awesome. Um, mine was a little bit different than both. I did focus on um, mine. I kind of stopped with verse 1 and 9, those 
for some reason, both kind of stuck out at me. Um, but different than sat, I got stuck on the very first three words on the same day, um, that same day. And so because that's the way it, it started, it made me go, well, what else was happening that day? So I actually ended up going all the way back to chapter 11, which you're allowed to do that. You're allowed. It's okay. <laughs> it's if your you want to read rules, more Bible. Which is why I love this because there are no rules. She wants oh, the next star. That's what she wants. She wants the next Those star. Those of you that are not rule followers. There need to be more makes rules. Makes me really happy. I went all the way back to 11 just because I was, I was trying to look and see when did this day start. And I'm still not really sure. But there were a lot of things that he did in that day. Um, and so I just, I found that amazing that this was not the morning, you know, when he started telling the story and he had these people in front of him that this was probably, I mean, just my, I'm not a, a smart Bible person. Um, I've not been to seminary. I don't have all that information, but I do know enough just to kind of guesstimate this is probably in the afternoon when this, this part took place. And so he had already had a really full morning. And so to me, I just took a, a way that, gosh, about that time in the day, like I want to nap. You know, I'm ready to wind down. <laughs> and so he's gearing up again, you know, and, and kind of going. And it never says anything in here about, you know, Jesus rolled his eyes. I mean, it doesn't say, you know, Jesus was ready to take off that's his That's the message version. <laughs> it doesn't say that, you know, and so that's why I'm not Jesus. Jesus had his third cup of coffee. Yes. <laughs> and so I just, I was inspired by that, that he kept going. And so I just thought there's something in there for me and I know that, you know, it's no accident even this season that we're in. Um, just the, the weariness, I think, that can come upon um, your schedule looking different and feeling overwhelmed by different things. And so that really stuck out to me. Um, and then jumping to verse 9, um, he who has ears, let him hear. And so um, I have recently started also looking at the Passion Translation. And so one thing that we do caution our girls in Bible study is um, there's lots of great translations. Um, the passage and the message specifically are more of a paraphrase type of scripture, and they're wonderful to use. They're great to help elaborate meaning. Um, but we usually say, you know, use a more traditional um translation when you're actually using it for study. I like to refer to the passion translation as poetry because it's written so beautifully. Like a supplement. A supplement. Yeah, that's great. Um, and so in the passion translation for verse nine, it said, if you're able to understand this, then you should respond. No, I'm sorry. Then you need to respond. And so I got really hung up on the word respond. And so in my page, I, I underlined that same day, if you understand, then respond. And so those were kind of the words that I, I attached to for the, the whole thing. So anyway, that was the S. So good? We're going to move on to O? Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm looking at my little schedule here to see how behind we are. We did some observation in yeah, there too, we did. though. Yeah, my, yeah we did. That, was, so, that was kind of I'm like, not worried. that was like yeah, a bonus. I'm not worried. That was like a you got bonus. It was yeah. a so. We broke some of the rules. Some of the rules got broken <laughs> there, so but I'm going to let it go. <laughs> I'm not worried. Okay, so we're going to go on to O now. This is observation. So we do this the same way. So this is where we look at, you know, these are maybe, I like to think of this as the area maybe that you couldn't argue about these things. These are maybe facts that you find in scripture or maybe Lauren sees something and I see it too. You can interpret it differently, but typically it's observation is this is something that I really picked up on that stood out to me. So with that said, who wants to go first for what did you have for O? Now keep in mind, this is why I'm taking notes, 
that we all saw something different. Our scripture's different. So from it's. Do you remember um, those books when we were kids? What were those called? We Build your own. To, choose you your own adventure. It's like that. Because yeah. if you start in a different place, it's like okay. If, if you want to make this decision, go to page four. Okay. Well, your story's already going to end different. <laughs> <laughs> so that is going to be how this works. So if you you know you can remember back to um, what it was that stood out to each person as they they go through. So. Who's first on this one? Oh, don't make me call. Randy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, in That's Bible so study, if you rude. do the Rock Point Bible uh, studies, we don't call on people, but all the rules are out the window today. That, I think I just heard way. that. We do, right? Only the okay, four of us, fine, we do fine, not play fine, that fine. game. Okay. All right, so I already said that um, I saw the sower as Christ, and the seeds are his word and his truth. So I... <laughs> so... I saw a path as um, when I when or when I ignore him or don't listen. That's what I pulled out of here, and I, and I and I think that too we can look at this as you know if we're the sowers, where are we planting the seeds? But I tried to take it and put it to how God was going to speak to me. So I was I was, I was observing for me. Um, the rocky ground was more of like a surfacey um, relationship. Am I having a surfacey relationship? Um, with Christ. Thorns, am I letting anger and bitterness kind of take everything that God's trying to teach me and I'm just mm-hmm. ignoring it or it didn't say something like it got swallowed up or choked, choked them. Choked, choked them. Yeah. Um, and then good soil um, where my heart receives. Um, and then I also, I underlined a couple times um, like grain, like mm-hmm. the grain that there are hundredfold sixties. 30, it was our, my fruit, the fruit that, um, the fruit that comes from my receiving, my heart receiving. Um, and then I also kind of went back to the, he who has ears, let them hear. So help me hear. I like all the specific correlations you made. Good little I made a chart. Of course you did. I love charts. Me too. It's like a key. I don't like charts. (laughs) Okay, now, now let's do a different tally. Now we're, we're three friends. to one. Uh. Let's start another column of some kind of How did this happen? <laughs> um, I can go, Dawn, go on this section. The observation thing, okay, this is where we were laughing about how my paper got so, my, my journal literally turned into like a four-page thing, which is so nerdy. But this, the observation stuff, is where I get all about it. And what's interesting is I'm a write-in-my-Bible person, and so even as I'm reading it through, and like Lauren said, there's such richness if you read it a couple of times because you start to see, oh, wait, that word again, that word again. And so even as I'm reading it, the the observations are already happening. So like as I, re- as I read it, I was underlining, went out, sat, got into, so that, sat down. So like all these words that just, that's what they just popped up. And so when I think of observations, I think of what do you see? Just not what does it mean, but what do you just see? And so for me, it was a lot about words. Um, that whole section on the positions and the posturing, that was huge. Um, I wrote out, Jesus went out, sat beside a sea, got in a boat, sat down. Crowds gathered, stood. You know, I kind of did that. And I, did, I wrote the same thing. What was happening just before? You know, what was happening during the day? But then when I got down to the bottom part, which is kind of where you were, um, I sort of, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I started writing it like this. I, again, I just pulled out the words and I wrote bad stuff <laughs> when I was thinking about the birds ate, the rocky ground, there was no soil, the thorns choked out. So it was like all these different circumstances that were bad for seed. And then I wrote good stuff. 
the good soil um, that had depth and, and produced good stuff. And so for me, it kind of started coming up into this two-part outline where it was all about positions and posturing. And then down here, it was all about the story um, and the bad stuff and the good stuff. And so I was like, okay, where's this going to go with application? Because like, I have this whole giant page of observations. So it got crazy. I think I'm a bad farmer because I never got down to <laughs> scripture. I was we should quote in. that. Lauren Etter, I think I'm a bad farmer. farmer. I don't like dirt. I don't it's like bugs. So there we are. I like mosquitoes. heartbroken right now. <laughs> um, I'm not a good farmer, apparently. Um, but I, I, do, I, I did zone in on a couple areas. I think he had something very specific to share with me. Um, in this passage. And it's something I, I, I'm familiar with this area of Matthew. I think we probably all are, as many of you are too. And so I love that every time I do this, he will share something with me that I've never seen before. Um, and I find it's very helpful to only not only read it, but to read it out loud. I think to read scripture out loud, sometimes you hear it differently. Um, and so I, I read it out loud. One of the areas that I settled in on, and this is probably a little bit different, I'm thinking maybe from what you all saw. I've never looked at it this way, but he, he talks in here about how Jesus shared, um, and he shared a lot of things. Many, he shared them, he, sh- he told them many things, but he did not tell them everything. And to me, that stuck out because I like to know everything. Like, that's one reason I don't like this new season is because I don't know all the things. Like, I want to know when I'm going to get Jesus toilet paper. Jesus told Lauren all the things. Yes, I want to know when I can add toilet paper and flour and yeast and paper towels to my Kroger or Walmart cart and pick it up and not have to go in and get Like, these are things I want to know. I want to know when this is going to end. I want to know who's going to make dinner for me tonight. Now, I want these are all the things I want to know. You need to talk to the manager of coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> I would. And so... I, I zoned in on that. Like he, he told them a lot, but he didn't tell them everything. He told them what they needed to know. And so that resonated with me. It's like, I, you, you'll know what you need to know when I need you to know it. And you don't know anything before then. Um, but the other thing I really zoned in on was, again, his posture, the sitting down. Because what I loved was that I looked at it as that Jesus embraced his humanness because it was later in the day and he was probably tired. Because I, I noticed that, that it was that same day, which to me was he's been busy. He's not been lounging in bed till noon. And so with that, he sat down, I think, and, and embraced probably that he was maybe physically tired because he was in human form and that I need to remember I can sit down and I can rest too. And I love the idea that he's sitting teaching because to me that evokes a conversation between someone who's approachable and that, you know, not, he does stand and teach often we see, but I love the fact that Jesus is approaching us in a, in a posture of sitting down in a relaxed state because it makes him relatable and approachable, um, more friend-like. Um, and I loved, I loved that visualization that he gave to me today, reading that. So, but I didn't, I never got to seats. <laughs> you can do that tomorrow. That can be your, that can be your soap for tomorrow. You can pick up where you left off. Um, I love that. I love all the difference, difference and overlap. That's cool. Um, mine's not anything super different from what y'all had. Um, Mine was, I, I started it with that same day again. And so I, I like to bullet and list. I'm not, I'm not a lot of words writing. I'm, <clears throat> I'm a list and a bullet and a short phrase. Um, and so I just listed out that same day Jesus, you know, with colon, healed the sick, was challenged by leaders, ministered to the crowds. He ministered to the ones. He modeled perseverance. Um, I went back to chapter 12, you know, and just, again, seeing all the things that he had done up to that day. Um, and then he continued to teach through parables. Um, 
And going back to verse 9, um, he told the crowd that their understanding must lead to a response. And so those were kind of the things that I pulled out, that that all happened in that same day. Um, that's, a, that's a long day. That's a, a big, full day. So, All right, well, let's move to A for application. Who wants to jump in? Who hasn't gone first? Don Leith. Oh, well, I was going to just keep going last. <laughs> <But I'm> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I feel like that was a three to one. Well, actually, it was two because Randy didn't say anything. She's always and let's clarify. Teacher's pet. Personal application. Personal. Go. Personal application. Very personal. Okay. So for mine, um, this is where I was, I was kind of like Lauren. I thought, I know this whole passage is on farming and <laughs> sowing and seeds and fruit and all that. And so I was like, okay, I, I want to I pull that, that piece in somewhere. Um, and so it, it really, I just, I just kept seeing the correlation of where we are right now, um, just in this season of unknown and things, you know, I love what you said earlier that this is just for a blessing for you that things have slowed down, you know, whether you wanted it to or not. And some things have accelerated just out of necessity, maybe the pace in your household because there's more people there or you're actually having to prepare three meals a day or I know for us, I, I'm pretty sure we run the dishwasher, I don't know, six times a day. Um, that's been weird. Um, so just anyway, just the, the pace I think is a, a big difference. Um, but one thing that I noticed was, you know, Jesus did not have an easy ministry. I mean, it was, it was hard. And I think, you know, where we all are right now in this season of our church, you know, we love what we get to do. I feel like, you know, I, I think I can speak for all these girls that we feel like it is a privilege and a blessing to get to work, you know, where we do. We don't think of it as work. Um, and so I, I was looking, you know, it really Jesus models this so beautifully that, um, I wrote, he modeled fruitfulness while he was still experiencing hardships and overwhelm, opposition, and long days. Um, and he persevered because his strength came from rich seasons of sowing. And so, you know, one of the things I, I love when, when we first talked about this passage, I was thinking, wait, is that the one about come to me, those who are weary? Because that's actually our summer study that we're going to be doing on, on rest, which is funny. We're, we probably, we should change it to like party. Get up and do something. Yeah. <laughs> get, get we're up like, and we're out. done resting. Energize. Can we please move? <laughs> um, but, but God knew that it was supposed to be that when we chose it. So we're st sticking with it. Um, but anyway, I just, I thought if you go back to Matthew eleven twenty eight, and it talks about, you know, and it says, you know, Jesus told them, come to me, I will take your burden. I provide rest. So, he knew that he was going to have these really busy, packed, full days and long, hard days of ministry. And so, you know, if we are to be imitators of God, we see that the rest came first. And so I think it's, it, to me, it was just a great reminder that when I feel weary and overwhelmed and tired and just frustrated or I'm just like, I'm just too tired to do this. I think, you know why? Because I haven't taken time away I haven't gotten my source of strength which is from the Lord that I'm trying to do it and I think I made a note in quotes um, my perceived strength <laughs> do I rely on his strength or my perceived strength because I don't have any it is perceived and I ended that section with questions um, for myself um, how do I respond to Jesus call for fruitfulness um, do I ask for and rely on his strength or my perceived strength and then how strong and deep is my root system um, and under pressure um, is the result of what I have does it reflect what's been cultivated so those were kind of the I ask myself hard stinger questions that 
I do that too. Uh, Mine are always questions, and then mm -hmm. I just leave them blank, like this rhetorical thing. It's fill in the, it's fill in the blank later on. About it all day. Yeah, I'm like, God, that's on you, God. We you like just... the word bank, please. Yes. We'll fill in the blank. I am. Hi, Mike. It's actually you are, you're Mike two. number two. It's like so it's you. She called two, on you again. So, yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. I like how, like, because you guys know I'm. this is out of my comfort zone. You're so totally good. calling on me. Let's give her a three-way. rude. She gets all the stars today. I feel like you guys all just hit me on the top of the head. Okay. I started it with, you know, in my walk, what type of ground is my heart? I totally went with the farming theme. And it's mm -hmm. funny because I can't keep succulents alive. Even though I try. <laughs> I really try. Every year I try. Um, but what, am I listening? I went back to the let him hear. Am I listening? What does God have for me? Um, it doesn't, like your heart isn't going to be good soil if you're not intentional with what you're putting into your heart and with what you're actually, how you're tending your heart. So um, it's 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 a clear result. It's a it's a very actionable thing. Like, it's obvious. Um, so am I being intentional? I, apparently, I ask myself hard questions, too. What does God have for me? Am I being intentional? So, yeah, that's that's my application. Good. Great. I'm four. <laughs> I'm number one. <laughs> Isn't that always how it goes? She asked to be number one. I did not. First shall be last, the last shall be first, Lauren. Um, yeah, mine was real similar to to uh, Randy's, and then I'm I'm gonna guess, Lauren, that you and I found a couple of things similar. But I, I can't wait to hear about the posture information that you found. But I'm gonna bump down to that story part. I I thought kind of the same way. Like I want to be the good soil seed. Like I want to be the one that grows and that has deep roots and, and that is fruitful and all these things. And so I thought about, you know, I don't want to read and study as just a check it off my list item and not let it sink in and let distractions and circumstances win. I thought of that as the birds ate um, the seed. You know, it talked about how it was like, oh, it was like you took it in something good and then you just let it go. And so I thought, oh gosh, I do that all the time. And then I thought, um, I don't want to be the rocky ground where I'm seeking quick fixes instead of deep, patient, sincere growth. You know, I want, I want to be wanting for that. And then the thorns, man, I just thought, gosh, when do I allow the world and the noise and the voices and the sounds of social media and the news and Netflix and negative, all these things. Like I wrote this giant list drown out his voice and his truth and his hope, you know? So very much like you, Randy, my question to me was, um, it was more, well, it wasn't really a question. It just said, God, show me how to consistently be good soil, producing, increasing, sharing, and looking for good stuff. Some of your words, you had consistent and sincere. Mm -hmm. Chris is a word girl. I'm a so word nerd. That's awesome. why I got a lot of them. I like that. That was great. Thank you. Good. Um, <clears throat> I... My application looked a little bit differently. I, I kind of zoned in on um, the posture again. And the question he brought to me was, um, why do I feel guilty when I'm resting? And so I, I put, um, is it because, I, yeah, is it because I rest in the wrong things, which is probably Ooh. very true. Whoa. Because my house, <laughs> we may be like have nothing to do, but I am busier than I've ever been. And I'm exhausted and really have no reason to be. Like our laundry is incredible and I don't know why we're not going anywhere so I don't know why we have so much laundry things like that but I keep telling my husband I'm, I'm so tired and I really have no reason to be um, it's because I feel like I'm not resting in the right 
areas. I'm resting at times, but I'm not resting in the right areas. Um, I said, you know, basically, would I pay better attention sitting versus standing? Like, am I one of those people that I'd be better if I was sitting in the boat next to Jesus? Or am I one of those people that I need to be standing watching him? Like, where would he have my posture be right now in my rest mode? And I need to, to be sitting where I'm in a welcome conversation discussion with him because I'm resting in the right foundation. If my rest is not in the right foundation and I'm doing a quick devotional or putting off my prayer time or putting off my quiet time, then my rest is not truly rest. Like I need to block out that time and not put off what is most important for the functionality of my day. Um, and I think if I could rest better spiritually, then I would feel more rested physically because the two are tied. Yeah, you think they are not, but you can tell when you're not in the mode you need to be in. So I am one of those people that I don't do better with lots of time. Like I, if I'm given a lot more bandwidth, I waste it. And so that's where I, I feel like maybe I've been wasting my rest. So maybe maybe even you don't waste it, you fill it maybe? I fill it with a lot of stuff that <laughs> is not it's solid. It's not restful. It might be entertaining, <laughs> but it's not solid. <laughs> Tell us about all those things. Yeah, Lauren, let's let's divert here for a second and let's put Lauren on the couch. And yeah, we still have like 12 minutes, yeah. so Lauren, go. Need way more time than that. <laughs> That'll be next week. Tune in for Surprise. the days of our lives at the Utter House. Okay, we're going to wrap up with prayer, and then we wanted to save a few minutes for questions. So... Okay, so again, with the prayer, you can either write out a prayer if you want to say a prayer. Again, I like to write mine out because I have journals and journals of, of soaping. And I mean, just the other day, I was cleaning stuff out, and we um, had to take everything off my bookshelves and put it back on and found all these journals that I had. And it's just sometimes it's just a blessing to go back and look and say, gosh, I remember when that was happening. And yes, we did get through it, and it's just an encouragement. So I like to write them out. Um, this is the one area that I will write a complete sentence. <laughs> no bullets. <laughs> no bullets. So anybody want to share their prayer? I'll go first. I don't think I've gone first yet. So I'll go first. I'm just going to read my prayer because I wrote it out too. Um, as Heavenly Father, please help me to settle into a routine of the right kind and depth of rest into an easy and rich conversation with you, Lord. Forgive me for all the rest that I look to that is not of you. Thank you for allowing me to stand on solid ground while you pour truth into me. I love you and thank you. Amen. Beautiful. Lauren, mm -hmm. awesome. You guys want to read yours? That's probably a real simple way to wrap. I'll go. You want me to go? Okay. Yeah. I know you want me to go. I, I wrote do. it. <laughs> she, she looked wrote, at me like, and she only if you wrote it. in a heart. We I saw that. We ain't got time for that. All right. I'll read what I wrote. Um, it was pretty long, but I'm just going to read the last part. Okay. The last part was, um, Father, take me deeper. Drown out the noise that, that drowns out your voice. Show me the places that I'm just checking off the to-do list items instead of seeking you. And then I just said, I love you. I love how you love me. Now plant me and help me grow some good stuff. Amen. Good stuff. Good stuff. I pray just like I talk. <laughs> just awkward and weird. We love that. Yeah. He made you. He loves you for he that. Does. He does. He loves it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Good Thanks. Stuff. It's good stuff. It's all good stuff. All right. Uh, I said, well, I prayed. This is my prayer. I didn't say. Uh, Lord, let my heart be rich soil, ready to hear and receive the blessings you have for me. Help me to keep my focus on growing fruit for you. Help me not to be too busy to hear, too lazy to go deep, too angry to let you work. Help my heart to be good soil, to let your words grow. 
help me here. Amen. I love that. I, I can't wait to actually see yours because I bet your words are consistent throughout. You did like an outline. You homeschool All pretty mom. color-coded. Yeah, the lines are perfect. I was going to re- oh like so rewrite it because I had like a spelling. I spelled a word wrong. Come and on I now. wrote a word. But like then I was like, no, that's. Uh, that's what I struggle with. But obviously, she's still having some issues with it. I'm, clearly, <laughs> I just needed to point that out to everybody that I'm well aware of I my I have some spelling errors, I'm sure, that. and grammatical errors are mine. So. No, I really like that. I like how you, you've, like, pulled it all the way through, those same feelings and emotions and observations. Mine was pretty short. Um, Lord Jesus, help me to respond in obedience to your call for fruitfulness. Strengthen me to do your work for your glory. Cultivate in me a heart that perseveres despite circumstance. So I do try to get mine all on one page. It's like a personal challenge for me. I love Because I, I struggle with brevity. <laughs> <laughs> so this is my attempt at, we all do. at really narrowing things down. So I love that, it. though, because I love how different each of us, and like Dawn said, we're going to, we're going to find a way to send these out and post them so you guys can see just how different they are. Because there's no right or wrong way to do it, right? Mm-hmm. Like a piece of paper, a pen, and a Bible. And mm-hmm. any of us can do this. Yeah. So thanks. I yeah. love that. I'm no, glad that we did this. It's simple. I mean, it really – and don't complicate it. You no. know, don't try to overthink it or – I mean, it's not – I would say it's not for a grade. You know, this is really what is what is God teaching you? What does he want you to learn about him? You know, we – we're, you know, we, we love um, doing Jen Wilkins studies and she's got a, a great book called Woman in the Word. And at the very beginning, it talks about Bible study and why do we study the Bible? And it's, it's this misperception that we study the Bible so that we know how to be better this or better that. And it's not, it's, it's what do we get to learn and how, how do we get to know more about God? Mm-hmm. The book is, the Bible is about God. You know, it, we apply it and there are filters that, you know, definitely come down to, to how we're supposed to live out our life. But, um, but I think going into it, even with that mindset of we're looking to see how he reveals himself to us, um, that this shifts the focus off of us and onto him. And so if you do that, there, there is no wrong way to do this. Well, and I would say if, if we would go back even a year or two later, you know, and do the, so the same passage, God is going to say completely different things to us in, in the different season that we're in. It's awesome. Okay, so we are going to, just for the sake of time, going to see if Jessica has any questions for That's us. That's perfect. So there's only like a minute and a half for questions. That's just worked <laughs> out really well. Okay, so we have a question about our preferred translations. Mm. So who wants to go? I'll go. Um, I use ESV. And the reason I use that, to be quite honest, is because that's what we use at Rock Point. Um, but I have in the past, like I have Bibles at home, I think Lauren mentioned too, like I have several versions. I have NIV, I have NIRV, which is, that one's awesome. That one's awesome. It's NIV, but they chop it into shorter, briefer sentences. So they're easier to read, like easier to take it yeah. in. And LT is good too. Uh-huh. New Living Translation. New Living, yeah, that's a what is that's a paraphrase, right? New Living is mm-hmm. um, HCSB. Did I mention that? That one's good. NIV. What else? I, I use ESV. That's yeah, what I, I use. I have use. so you know, there's the NIV 84 version, and then there's the new version. I have like the that's old nerdy. NIV. So I and this is my study Bible. So this is the one I study from. But I, I like my travel Bible that is little and not quite so big is ESV, and that's that's a good standard. 
I think that's what Pastor Ron usually yeah, uses. Is, is, is ESV. I, I have a Holman one because I feel like a couple of years ago that's mm-hmm. what we used yeah. here too. But yeah, I like the ESV. Mm-hmm. It's easy yeah. to understand. Lots, lots of good choices. Um, okay. Well, do you all have anything else you want to add? I think we're gonna we're gonna wrap up our time. I just want to point out one more thing because I think you said, but I want to make sure we we zone in because I feel like it's so important before you start soaping and studying scripture. To, it sounds so simple, but it makes a huge impact if you will pray before you start. Like if you will truly, it, it, and if you've never done that, I highly recommend you doing it. It sounds very simple, but it is so powerful that if you will pray and ask the Holy Spirit to kind of guide what God wants you to understand and what you're reading, what he's trying to reach, it's amazing the difference in your quiet time. It truly is. It seems like a small thing, but I, I would urge anyone that hasn't done that or is not doing that to do that every time. I feel like you get a God will still speak to you whether you pray or not, but I feel like the richness of your time and what he shares with you is so much better if you will pray beforehand. But I feel like it is almost like a consecration, you know, yeah. that you're you're saying, okay, Lord, I'm inviting you into this space with me. I'm not, it, it's kind of, you know, even because I struggle with that because I'm tasky and I'm, I sit down and I get going and then I'll, like, why can I not focus? Why am I so distracted? It's because I haven't, <laughs> I haven't even just settled my own self, you know, and just said, okay, Lord, you know, calm my thoughts, help, you know, just take over, you know, the next however much time I have here with you. It makes a difference. And, you know, I'd recommend this. And this is, I have to do this for myself because I know me. Um, I write at the top, God, show me new things. Remind me that this is just for me. And because as a teacher person, a lot of times I'll start doing what I think is my personal time with the Lord. And I'll be like, ooh, that'll be great for Wednesday. And I'll jot it down. Or like, ooh, my family needs to hear this, right? (laughs) Anybody? Yeah. And so I would say just ask him to show you personally, because it's pretty amazing how there's those moments where I'll have this aha, like, oh, this was for no one but me. This was just for me today. And coincidences. Yeah. 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 So that's how I pray every time I'm like, okay, show me what you want for me. Awesome. Well, thank you ladies so much. This was fun. Let's do it again. (laughs) I've got a lot going on. My schedule is full. full. Mm -hmm. I did want to mention we had... um, Oh, an application question came in. Okay, we'll get to that while it's loading. Okay, we have, um, we were, we wanted to make available, if this is a new process to you, and maybe you have questions, or you want to work through it, uh, we would love to participate in that with you, and so if that is something you're interested in, if you would like a little more um, one-on-one, or even we have, we would make ourselves available to do some Zoom sessions. We've been using that quite a bit. We did a Zoom lunch last week, which was fun. We each invited a friend that I don't even think we all knew the other mm-hmm. women and they certainly didn't know each other and it was just kind of fun and we just I, we had some designated questions that we went through at the beginning um, and so we we would love to do that with you all we want to make sure that we're staying connected and, and that we can um, encourage one another so if that's something you would like to do just make a comment and Jessica can capture those for us um, so let me read this see what she had on here okay this is where Focused, honed in on verse Dead nine. air. Okay, I'm going to read it. Um, I focused, honed in on verse 9. I'm struggling with my application. I know I should hear him and listen to him, but what about the days that I just need to? I, I know, okay, I don't know, get it translated. Does that make sense? I still struggle sometimes with the lesson or what I need to do to be a better Christian. Am I even making sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. You are yes. making so sense. Wanna take any we part of that? Anybody have any thoughts that pop in your head as we're reading? 
I would say one thing. I would say it sounds like you get a little stuck on right, on what's right and what am I supposed to get and what is he telling me that I'm supposed to understand, right? Like I think if there's something that all of us on this stage have talked about often and have learned the hard way a lot of times is that that verse, he who has ears, let him hear. Well, it it doesn't say how we hear and it doesn't say what we hear and it doesn't say- It doesn't say understand. Yeah, and it doesn't say that you're gonna understand that everything's gonna make sense and be clear. And so I think let yourself off the hook, first of all, is just understand that some days, like there are some days I will open this up and I'm telling you, I'll just close it and say, God, I, I have nothing to, I get nothing here today. And I love that he hears me and loves me anyway. It's not that it's, how do I be a good Christian? I have to read my Bible this many times and this many hours. It's, it's just not that. And that's what's beautiful about a relationship with Jesus, right, is there aren't requirements. And so that was, that's like my main thing. I know that's probably not what you're looking for, but I would say give yourself a break. There's going to be things that you do not understand. Well, and there's no measurement on what type of Christian. There's no super Christians. So I think you have to get off the barometer of trying to be a better Christian. And I think you also have to know that sometimes what he tells you is not for, he wants you to know, but it's not for right now. Mm-hmm. That he just wants you, he just wants you to marinate in it and just have it and just accept it for what it is. And you may never know why he shared it. It may never make sense, but it may make sense later on. There's a lot of stuff he shared with us that we don't fully grasp or understand till later on. And then the, it, it resonates and it comes back to mind. So um, I think just don't overcomplicate it. It's, it's, there's days where he speaks much more boldly than others. It's not like every day he's, he's giving us huge lessons. I feel like this was a gift mm-hmm. this today, but I think he knew why we needed a large gift, but it's not like that every single time. So you're not doing it wrong. If you don't I hear think that. one of the things I noticed about this particular passage, like Dawn said, she read back a little bit. I read forward a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I forgot that like a couple passages down, he explains what this parable means, mm-hmm. which I'm like, oh, that's cheating. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> we could have read that. But you know what I love about it is it's like he doesn't, and this is where I'm thinking this helps answer your question. He who has ears, let him hear. And then it doesn't immediately follow with, okay, so this is what you're supposed to know and what you're supposed to get, right? It's like, then he goes into this other discussion with them about the purpose behind the way he teaches. And he's having this conversation And then later on, which we don't even know how far down the day it was, later on he returns back to it. And so I think there's a lot of times in God's word too where I'll open it, read it, and it got nothing, nothing. It is like God is asleep and not listening. And then later on I'll be like, hey, so I remember this about that passage, and it kind of comes back, you know, sort of like what you said about how it can revisit you later. So I I would just add one thing, and I, I, yeah, I totally agree. I I love what both of you said, um, great perspectives. I think too, sometimes when you, maybe you read something and you don't understand, and it, if it, if it's something that you're struggling with, I actually love those moments because I feel like that is God in us saying, I need you to learn this. Like this is a concept or it's something that I really want, I want you to know, I want you to understand. And it's probably not going to be the thing that comes to you right away. But I feel like those are the things that rather than the easy thing would be, oh, I just don't understand that I'm going to skip that part or I'm going to go on to Jesus. But that's also okay. (laughs) Something that's easier. But I would challenge that in those moments, that's where you get out the blue letter Bible. You look at other translations. You start looking up word by word because it's in those moments that, that it will just jump off the page to you. And you'll think, oh, my gosh, I never saw that word used in that way and maybe they send you to another place in scripture where that word is used in a different way that it does make sense to you and so don't let it discourage you and make you shut your bible and say I just am not going to get this I would say that's that's the enemy telling you to walk away 
I say instead lean in and say, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to get this. It may take me a while, but, but this is going to be a, a challenge that I want to embrace. So, and you will, you will definitely get reward from it. You will get fruit. <laughs> well, Randy and I will, cause we're into farming, but yeah. the two of you, I don't yeah, know. We're not, Clearly. we're not, we're, uh, we're resting apparently. And <laughs> I'm resting well, I'm very mm -hmm. lean yes. in my farming yield yes. this year. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you again for joining us. We know there were two of you out there that had questions. And so <laughs> were those questions, Jessica? And they Jessica. were just Jessica. Jessica, that was you. Okay. Thanks, so Jessica. I was going to ask somebody to close us in prayer. Who would like to pray us out? Randy? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Seriously. You can do it. Oh my word. You can do it. You can do it. You and Jesus. Just you and Jesus. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just thank you for this time. I thank you for the opportunity, Lord, just to gather, um, not in this room, but um, just together, Lord, that we could um, to see each other's faces and to be able to talk and to go through your word. I just thank you for your word and the way that it speaks to um, each of us differently. Thank you that we can um, have this tool. Um, and we can look into it and to, to learn more about you, Lord. And that I just I just ask that you would, during this time, help us to use this tool and, and to listen to you. And, Lord, just let, let us hear the things that you have to say, um, though, just the way that you're speaking to us. It's just a, it's a unique time, Lord. And we just um, ask that you would help us to see just different opportunities um, to learn um, and and just to see the world differently, Lord. We just thank you um, for... Um, Facebook and and this weird thing that we can do and um, just thank you for the blessings that you have in your name. Amen. 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 Bye.